Hello and welcome to the Drawing Room Experts. This is Abe, uh, back with another episode, this time to talk through a very interesting experience that I had a couple months ago. And as you all know, I'm a huge Yuzu fan. I've made no qualms and no secret about that. And, um, and, and in this particular episode, I wanted to you know, share a very recent YouTube experience that I've just had, and it definitely, most certainly, was an experience. I recognize it's it, this is going to be um, a very, um, you know, maybe not a, everyone's cup of tea this particular episode because a it's about you too, and I recognize that they're not the you know the Taylor Swifts of this world at this moment, and um. Uh, you know, and I wouldn't have it any other way, to be honest. Um, and then also the other thing is that the show that I wanted to talk about is also a very, um, you know, it, it is bound by by geography. So not all of you who might be listening to this may have an opportunity to to watch this show. And um, but on the other hand, I mean, this might serve as a good secondhand almost experience for you guys so that you can, you know experience this whole thing uh through my eyes almost um but before i get started um do subscribe to the channel on youtube follow us on spotify uh google podcast apple podcast um uh, amazon music and a bunch of other places too um and follow us on instagram at drawing rumors at drawing room experts um yeah let's without any further ado let's get on to you two you we so um start of this year uh u2 came out with a huge announcement actually they released it in february as part of the um, the super bowl ad one of the ads at the super bowl was this whole huge announcement that they which i mean at this point wasn't a huge secret it was just a matter of when if not if um that they are going to be doing a las vegas residency uh with this company called uh madison square garden i'm sure you've heard this this venue madison square garden in new york city um um very famous venue uh one might argue that even more famous than the sports that is played on that particular uh location which is ice hockey uh um but it is more known for its artistic venture so you might have attended uh, a concert in madison square garden you might have attended a show on madison square garden you might have attended a stand-up special on Madison Square Garden, so it's pretty iconic from that perspective. That it's um, it is uh, a a very you know one of those places that each every artist kind of um, looks forward to f- performing at one stage of their career, and and they treat that as you know and rightfully so as a as a pretty huge thing and a highlight of their 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 time in the business. So uh, I didn't know before before this whole thing was announced uh but medicine square garden is actually a company as well so they have this venture called or this this production or this this um 
<laughs> this this equipment almost called the sphere. They built this massive construction. It was like a a, a globe or um, like an orb, you know, middle of the desert in Las Vegas um, on the Strip. Obviously, um, they built this almost like a globe structure, um, and it took them, you know, good part of I'd, I'd say year and a half, I guess, and. Um, and then on top of that, it, it took, um, you know, a good chunk of like $2 billion to get this built. And this has been in the news for, for a long time because, uh, you know, people were losing jobs and, you know, the owner pretty rash known, um, in that, in that, um, the community known to be a pretty rash personality, was in the news for all the negative reasons in terms of like, you know, firing people and, you know, uh, uh, showing attitude. I mean, even until recently, when they received, uh, when they released their earnings report, I think end of September, um, the their CFO resigned. You know, uh, a couple months or I think a month before their earnings release, which is or a few weeks, I guess, before their earnings release. Which is, you know, if you're in the finance business in the in the in the world of um, investing you know that's a pretty big red flag when that happens so a lot of like you know noise around this this whole venture and this whole company and what they're doing and this with sphere it's you know eating up so much money is it going to be worth it and then um in february as i was mentioning they released a release an ad on um uh super bowl sunday and you know super bowl is well known for its halftime show and their ads that go out on during the halftime show or during the game itself. One of the ads was this announcement that, you know, Sphere is coming to Vegas and it's going to launch um, sometime this year and you two are headlining it. So the first uh, um, group or artist uh, that are going to be performing in this this massive structure called the Sphere uh, are going to be you two. And um, the well, I'll, I'll talk about the interesting, you know, stuff about the structure itself. But um, the fact that it, they, this company, I mean, it was important to give you the context around, you know, how much money this cost, and you know, there was a lot of noise around it. The market was not really favorable. It's like it wasn't really something that was, you know, uh, being built up in the media the correct way it was a lot of like negativity there was some excitement around it obviously because you're building something unbelievable but then it was also like a lot of noise around like oh it's costing too much money the ceo is like firing everybody left the right and center and i think the ceo left ceo left right before uh or something like that you know so it was, it was just not a lot of positivity around the whole structure and personally i thought you know um you know i was waiting with long uh you know just just waiting essentially you know for for this whole thing to to be completed and and the biggest reason was i was interested to see that uh will this be a slightly different production would this be a slightly different experience for the youtube family well uh you know youtube fans like myself uh that compared to what they did a few years ago, I think a decade ago almost, they did this um, Broadway show called show called um, 
uh, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. And um, it was a Broadway production produced by uh, Bond on the Edge. It was not a U2 venture per se, but it was still, you know, Bond on the Edge. You know, they're, they're U2, uh, uh, half of them at least. And uh, that did it really, you know, that had a lot of noise around too because it was pretty out there. It was pretty... Um, um, you know, something that has never been done before. They were doing like live action Spider-Man and, you know, with actually the actors flying in, in the, um, in the theater. And, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, <laughs> got injured and it was pretty, you know, at, at some point there was a lot of jokes around it too. So coming from that experience, we have this whole thing about the sphere, then this, negativity that was surrounding it i was kind of curious to see what how this will turn out um and then you know i've got to give it to the the pr team because they kept a lot of that noise at bay and all the people who were reading about it like myself knew the negativities around it but to the common person who has nothing to do with you two or you know vegas or you know me music concerts I, I would imagine for them this would have been a really nice build up because they did that, and then once they um, announced the shows, which were due to start end of September, um, uh, they uh, they did like um, I, th- I think a bunch of documentaries or interviews, most prominently with with uh, with Zane Lowe uh, for Apple Music, which you know. I thoroughly enjoyed and they kind of like gave everyone an insight as to what this magnificent structure would look like and feel like. So the hype was slowly growing. And then on top of that, I mean, at least for me as a YouTube fan, a huge YouTube fan, um, and obviously others as well, it was the, the, I would say, um, almost like a, a disappointment almost was was the fact that Larry Mullen Jr. was was not going to be performing uh, during the, the the shows because of his injury and there was some questions around whether he's with the band or did he leave or some contentious interviews given you know uh, which uh, were later cleared to be you know obviously not a concern but that for some moment in time you know the U2 fans were like you know, myself, pretty anxious about the future of the band. And then this whole thing coming up, it was just a recipe for a lot of things that could potentially go wrong, right? Is this, is this their swan song? And we have this new drummer coming in. How is he going to fit in and what's going to happen? Do we need to do it before Larry? I mean, I understand there was commitments made, and contract signed. So obviously, this was always going to happen in 2023. And, you know, Larry or no Larry, this is going to go forward because of contractual agreements um but still it just didn't didn't have a great feeling you know uh attached to it as we were building up so um it i think made the um around uh i would say summertime you know uh the other thing that was quite you know I guess sort of alarming for the YouTube community was, um, you know, are we ever going to see a new album, new work coming out of YouTube? Because it, 
you could almost see like after the Joshua Tree Tree tour in twenty seventeen, I think, and then ended in twenty nineteen. Um, sandwiched, sandwiching the 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 experience uh, and innocence tour in the middle. So uh, a lot of the concerns were like, are we moving towards that Heritage Act situation? Which I personally, I thought that was never a concern, but you could always always see the writing in the wall because the decisions sometimes that were being made by the band and the group and the organization that surrounds it were sort of pointing towards that. And with the whole, you know, U2 um, residency in Las Vegas, that also kind of like sometimes to uh, a commoner spells as if, well, these guys are just going to bask in their glory and, you know, play old songs and that's how it ends. You know, that's how, (laughs) that's how unfortunately some, some artists kind of like finish their careers. You know, they go to Vegas and they do like a few residencies and they do that for until they're, they can do it, you know, milk a few million here and there and that's it. There you go. So, um, although with with this situation, I thought this was slightly different because it's not a residency in a, a fucking hotel where you know you book a you know a Caesar's you know Coliseum or something. I don't know if it's called a Coliseum, whatever it is called. They the, the hall where they do the shows. I think Adele is performing currently or was at the time when I went, and then you know a bunch of other bands do residencies over there and make a lot of money. And you know it, it wasn't anything like that. This was something specific. This was specifically for a a location that like that's like no other so um so there was that you know uh a weird taste in your mouth kind of feeling you know where you feel like oh, okay we're doing this but you know without larry and then some you know uh, negative press around the whole sphere thing the company and then your main drummer is not playing and you know interviews are sending mixed signals you know believe it or not these guys have been in this industry in the business for so long it's <laughs> and 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 you know still managed to slip a few things um which which make people anxious um but um all of this or most of this was sort of like cleared out i mean for me personally it was cleared out until the eve of the show when the show began i think 29th or 28th september or something like the end of september the day before well not the day before a week before the show um u2 does like a surprise pop-up in las vegas uh to shoot a music video for their upcoming single uh called atomic city now uh side note atomic city since that since its release has become kind of like at least in my household a pretty popular tune uh i love the song my my daughter you know she loves it i mean that's um as a father it makes me feel really good that you know her her musical taste um has taken up a a pretty pretty uh, admirable start so uh but put that aside i mean uh, so they they did this this pop-up kind of like uh in in um on Fremont Street, I think that's what's called in, in Las Vegas. And they did like a shoot of their 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 video. And in that video, you see none other than Larry Mullen Jr. Um, you know, appearing and um, recording and playing, uh, albeit in some visible pain. But um, that was a huge 
relief for me personally because I was like, okay, um, we're we're still looking at a <laughs> we're still looking at a a collected band. They're still looking at these guys who started out in north side of Dublin and um, they're still together after all these years. That's that's basically I feel like the most beautiful thing about this band that I really like that the friendships that they've built. Um, and I got that insight more when I read the book, uh, the Bonner release, which we've reviewed, by the way, um, a few episodes back, a few months back, I reviewed that. So, uh, do, do check that out if you're interested in, 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 in reading or buying that book. But, uh, yeah, so, so they released that, um, they they record the song calms down the nerves of a lot of YouTube fans, um, and then I think subsequently Bono kind of like in one of the interviews mentions that, you know, when they were recording the song, they had asked, um, you know, Larry to, because they, they weren't, they weren't going to record the song without Larry. So they needed Larry to play uh, in the studio. So he comes in, actually plays, ends up playing for like three hours or something in the studio, which was quite great to, to know that, that happened and obviously the drums that you hear on the recording is is larry mullen jr is unmistakable and um and then you know he records the video so there's still that commitment with the band and you know he's still showing up very easy for him to not show up or not even record a video but i guess they um they had to do that um the song is released the night before or actually the day of their first show a night in vegas the i had you know i think uh in the summer prior to all of this happening obviously i was going you know there was a a poll i think somewhere in the middle as well when the shows were announced that are people gonna go like uh youtube fans were like asking one another hey you know we know we're we're gonna see three of the youtube you know um uh three members of the youtube group uh, and not larry is it still a youtube show uh, are we going or are we not going? I mean, I was always going. There was no question in my mind. Um, uh, three's, you know, enough, just enough for me. I mean, not that I don't want to see. Of course, I want to see Larry and all of them perform together. But three's good enough for me um, to actually buy the ticket. So um, buying U2 shows or attending U2 shows is difficult, not because it's you know, the logistical part of it, you know, it's fairly simple. However you want to buy tickets, it's pretty simple. You go in, uh, they've been trying to do some new things about like verified fan and, you know, you get the link first and you put in an all, it's just all over the place. I trust me. I, I feel really uncomfortable with that. You know, I, I just, I don't get it. I mean, a lot of other fans are pretty fine with it. I just, I don't get it. Um, I'm a subscribed member of youtube.com. I get these emails right before the shows are released. Um, and, um, and I'm, you know, I feel like I still haven't figured that part out. So I skipped all of the, the the pre, uh, the pre releases or the you know the first dibs of the YouTube fans, uh, or YouTube.com subscribers would get, and I actually gone out and bought um, the tickets off of Vibe, uh, which is the, I would say the, a, a much more, excuse me, the much more. Uh, a package deal where you get like a hotel room or suite with the Venetian. You stay over at the Venetian, which is linked to the sphere. And then obviously you have the shows, a ticket to the show as well. And then some other like, you know, um, merch 
access that you get. And um, so I, in the summer, I had gone in and, and bought that package, which included, you know, hotel stay and the tickets itself for me and my, my, my wife and my daughter. And, you know, we had planned that we, you know, would go there and I would fly in uh, the night before and attend the show on a Saturday and fly back on Sunday morning. But uh, I kept delaying buying the tickets to, uh, to the flight. And, you know, by the time I, you know, decided I want to do it, I'm going to buy the tickets to the flight, hoping that it would be cheaper. It was actually very, very expensive. So I ended up skipping that and decided that we were going to drive to Vegas, which is like a nine hour eight hour, nine hour journey, journey from where I live. So, um, so we drove there and, you know, meanwhile, this was in October when, when I attended the show, end of October 28th. And up until that point, they've been playing, I think our, my, the show that I attended was the 14th show. Um, so that like a month into their quote unquote residency, you know, the reviews were unbelievable. I'd be following the 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 set list very closely, um, and you know the excitement just you know was was unbelievable because they were really smooth. The experience was unbelievable. It was opened uh, to uh, rave reviews. I mean, the reviews have been unbelievable for the whole show, regardless of what outlet that you listen to. You know, you have your, you know. Um, what's it called rolling stones or you know uh, some others as well i mean they all sports i mean they they all all the reputed music publications um uh were, were bringing up great reviews and so the the hype definitely you know increased the 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 song that i was referring to the uh, to earlier atomic city uh that rose up to the charts i think the last I check, it was number one, number two on the Billboard's chart. Um, this is, I think, uh, the best one of their songs I've done in an, for an extended period of time on the Billboard charts, which I, you know, I don't really buy into that much too much because it's just irrelevant at this stage because we have streaming and all that stuff going on. Um, and some of these bands that that are from, I would say, the the classic way of doing it through records and, you know, vinyls and, you know, people actually going and standing outside the stores, buying the records that they, they're kind of like much more traditional way of doing music business. Uh, not that YouTube is too traditional. They've been, they've been very, you know, uh, out there in terms of, you know, experimenting and doing new things. And I mean, who, who can forget the, the 2014 songs of an innocence album popping up in everyone's uh, iPhones, which is, I mean, uh, I was sick and tired of the whinging that some people were doing because of that. But anyway, that's that's for that's neither here nor there. But but yeah, I think the atmosphere going into the 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 show, attending the show, was really good. So, uh, how was the accommodation? So, Vibe, I thought was really good. I think it was fucking expensive, number one. But it was you what you 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 got what you paid for, right? You get a great suite. Um, you, I think from my room to the venue, so Sphere was about, I would say 15 minute walk, 
15, 10, 10, 12 minute walk tops, you know, a lot of elevators to, you know, switch, but still I thought, so you get that, you know, you have no issues about parking or, you know, um, you know, Uber or whatever. So that was good. Um, and then obviously when you're staying at the Venetian on the strip, you get access to a lot of food options, you know, are open well into the night, late into the night. And then there was slight hindrance because of the fact that F1 was about to happen in a couple of weeks after I attended the show. So there was that news nuisance almost like in terms of like crossing the road the roads were closed. It was a lot of construction going on, but yeah, I, I that, that shouldn't be a problem now. Um, but yeah, with the Venetian, I think the whole thing, and then um, that the the package that I bought gave me access to Zoo Station, which is their merch store that was set up in the hotel as well. And um, you know, it was it was unbelievable. I was I was really glad that I got my hands on the fly shades, which is the story to which is is you know just for another day, and as to how that guy actually sold it to to you too. But anyway, you know, uh, spent a lot of money there on the merch itself. Um, obviously, food and all of that, uh, uh, gas as well. Driving up to Vegas is uh, down to Vegas is not not an easy task in itself. Uh, oh yeah, I think the peripherals I think I've pretty much covered. Um, but uh, talking about the show, so I'm a very lucky person in the sense that now I have attended uh, the full uh, album performance of the Joshua Tree released 1987. The full album performance of Acting Baby released 1991-1992. Joshua Tree was released before I was born. Acting Baby released I was four or five, right? And so I missed this whole period of YouTube, which is considered to be a glorious period because of the records that were putting out, and uh, there was pro- they were probably the biggest that they were at the time in the '90s and late '80s. And I'm in a unique position where I'm kind of lucky enough to say that I've attended both shows. I've attended, I've seen live Joshua Tree live, and I've seen Acting Baby live now, um, uh, thanks to the Sphere. So. I, I recognized immediately as I was at the show in, in the sphere that I am very grateful to be in this position where I was able to do that. Um, and as a YouTube fan, if you're a YouTube fan, you would definitely understand this. Um, this getting into the sphere, very simple, very easy. You get you show your ticket, scan, boom, boom, boom. It's very fast, um, very convenient. You know where to go exactly. It was beautifully built. It was I didn't get to explore it, unfortunately. Should have done it, but I couldn't. But um, you know, the whole structure—it just felt something like out of a five-star, seven-star hotel. And then you go in to the arena—you want to call it, or you want to call it almost like a coliseum. It is unbelievable. It is just massive. The sound is inch perfect. You know, they have this thing that it's, they say that, you know, each seat has its own speaker. So the sound that you hear is unbelievable. They're not, they're not like 
huge speakers on top of you. you you can see you can't see the speakers there's no speakers visible there so what you hear is just i guess the the structure kind of throwing the sound at you which is unbelievable and then you see this massive screen which is almost like a so if you imagine a a globe or half a globe half of that half globe is the screen from the inside minimum on a half i would say 75 percent of it is the screen the rest is obviously the stands and the the um the seating arrangement to like at the at the venue I, outside of it is all all screens i'm to this day disappointed that i couldn't really couldn't get to see outside what it looks like from the outside because i didn't get time to do that at night especially and um yeah so um yeah i think it, it, the structure is unbelievable you got i i got some really good seats it weren't the worst but weren't the best but weren't the worst either perfectly placed i could see the band the screen was at the perfect height for me so i can absorb it all and the whole um animations and everything else that goes with it was just remarkable uh to say the least and um yeah i think uh the show itself was obviously structured around acting baby the album so they performed the album in its entirety but didn't perform it back to back like they did with Joshua Tree uh, where they just played the whole album out and then had other songs wrapped around it sandwiched sandwiched the other songs sandwiched the album but this time the album acting baby sandwiched the other songs um or like it was i think the first act is all acting baby songs so you go from zoo station the fly even better than the real thing, mysterious waves, mysterious ways. Um, um, who's gonna ride your wild horses? One um, until the end of the world, and that's when it ends. The first, I would say, set kind of ends, and then you move into this acoustic set where they perform like an acoustic version of uh, some of their songs that which was which was released as part of the songs of surrender. Also early this year, also something that we've reviewed. Uh, go check that out. Um, one of the episodes previously. And um, so that set, you know, they did All I Want Is You and Desire. And, um, when Love Comes to Town. And I think one other song, if I'm, if I'm probably missing it. But um, I narrowly missed the whole seconds thing that happened a couple of shows after i had attended the whole performing seconds the song seconds for the first time in like i don't know 30 years or whatever it was or first time ever perhaps um so i missed that kind of disappointed that happened after i like after the show that i attended so um so they do that set and then it go back then it goes back to the album the serious songs in the album are much like um Oh, I forgot. I'm trying to throw your arms around the world. That was also done in the first set. So the first set, you know, clo- I think it closes out with, um, um, trying to throw your arms around the world, and then you move into uh, the acoustic set, and then after that, you move into the 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 remaining acting baby songs, which are acrobat, um actually just two right acrobat and love is blindness 
Um, I might be missing a song, but yeah, essentially those two songs or three songs perhaps. And then, you know, the whole album is finished. Um, I, I loved every performance as I usually do, but I thoroughly enjoyed obviously Zoo Station. Uh, my daughter loves that song too. So uh, a good, good experience with that. I mean, just watching the whole thing, the Zoo Station of the screen, kind of like, you know, the burst open and then you see these magnificent um, um, visuals, uh, unbelievable. Um, I enjoyed, obviously, even better than real thing. It's pretty trippy, you know. Plays with your senses if you're drunk or whatever. It just you know goes takes takes you to takes you to another place, takes you higher, pun intended. Um, and uh, acrobat and love is blindness. I think love is blindness is a song that I think they've only played in the zoo uh, in the zoo TV tour. They haven't played it outside of that ever. So having that listening to that is just an unbelievable experience. The whole song is unbelievable. I mean, the lyrics and the music and the the melody and the the composition and the guitar parts, just perfect, inch perfect. And to see that live performed to that, you know, keeping it up to this the 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 expert standards that they that the song has, you know, demanded. It was just um, an unbelievable experience. And then you have a little bit of an interlude. You wait, I guess, five minutes or ten minutes or something like that. And then uh, comes Elevation. And then after Elevation, they play um, Atomic City, uh, another song that my daughter uh, was really excited to listen to live. Um and then the whole like the, the experience what you're going through i mean it's just obviously difficult to describe in words this 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 is this this might be you know you might not be really excited for me to listen you know, or to listen to me about like how the show went i mean you're not, i'm not going to walk you through each song but you almost have to be there to really experience it but what i really want what i want to say uh, outside of the set list i think um, the couple of tweaks I would do with the set list itself, which, you know, as a YouTube fan, I mean, the team, the, the band knows this as well as anybody that aren't like us fans uh, are never happy with the set list. We're never happy with the set list. Rarely you see a fan, including myself, who's pretty happy with whatever the band throws out. Uh, the set list, we always, we feel like, oh, there's so much that could have been done because we all want to hear those things that, are unique. They're things that, you know, we would love to listen to the band play. Um, so obviously there's that about the set list that I would change. I mean, especially in the, uh, the acoustic, uh, part of the show, I would change certain things. Uh, but overall production, I mean, you can't have any complaints. The sound was unbelievable. The video, the visuals are unbelievable. I think Bono sounds as well as, as he as has ever sounded ever in his life that's unbelievable guy in his age of 60s for him to sound like that is unbelievable i mean that's why that's that's that, that's what kills me because i want i want to hear more music out of these guys because they're so i feel like still in their prime they through well i've and this is the hill that i'm going to die on i i feel songs of experience is at par if not slightly better than acting baby as an album 
And I know a lot of people would go up in arms about it, like, what the fuck are you talking about? How, how could you? How dare you? You know, I have my arguments, and I'm not going to argue that here. But the point is that these guys are still throwing out unbelievable work. Um, I will fight whoever needs to fight, whoever needs to fight with me on songs of innocence, songs of experience, even no line, no line on the horizon. I'm going to fight uh, for those albums. Uh, come what may, because I really believe in those works and they are remarkable works. And so for the band that kind of like still putting up their best, best stuff is, you know, uh, a shame if they don't put things out more often. And for Bono, who's, who's, who's just, I think in his prime, I would say, as far as a singer goes and a songwriter too. You know, he needs to sing more and write more for you too. And um, um, yeah, so so um, I guess uh, um, yeah, uh, uh, the band obviously sounds unbelievable. That that's that's that can't be. You know, we 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 can't really skip that because they they just um, they put up a show. They're very professional, thorough inch tight you know perfect never miss a, miss a note at all so yeah i think the whole thing is just a plus expensive slightly on the expensive side uh people are looking to go to vegas who don't live nearby like i do uh, going getting up down there is a trek and then the hotel and the shows itself is a trek but it is more than worth it because you're going to see something that you've never seen before You've never seen a concert. You've never seen a tour. Never seen a show like this ever in your life. And I can guarantee you that. Um, that's why this this whole sphere thing is a game changer. And I feel like, you know, if I was an artist, if I was you too, if I was any artist, you know, who gets to perform there, from going from that to a normal arena or a stadium is gonna suck for me. It's like driving the most expensive car. The, the best of the best and then going back to whatever trash that you drive right it's just you know it's that different because i've attended shows outside of it i mean they're not the worst shows in the world but nothing like this nothing like this um but yeah that was my review of u2 uv and it happened a couple months ago and i thought it's important that i talk about it and register it because uh anything with u2 and i spend you know if that stays occupies my real state you know of my mind that ought to go out as a podcast episode that's the, that's the rule them's the rules anyway subscribe to the channel on youtube you know uh like share subscribe you know do whatever all that stuff you know helps with the algor- uh, algorithm and uh gets the word out out there so appreciate it we'll be back with another one thanks bye